0: We back. We are back. We are black. We are black. Black in the building. Shaman. Young Angel in the building. What's going on? First on Angie joined what's up. Shaman Dean Edwards. Welcome to another one. Aisha724. I see you. Hi. Mama be styling. Deb. El, I see y'all We about to start off, man uh, Welcome to another For the Protocol On a Monday night It's a live joint Italian glam and Elijah James Mama Stylin, we see you Hi to everybody Um We have a special, special episode Tonight, they're all special episodes Cause they're all good friends Uh that are coming on uh, Bone to Flow Gato. What's up El Noop April Fremos, what up son I see you April how you doing um, Everybody's coming on How you been man good to see you I, I hope I hope you're uh, having a good I know you missed the stage son <laughs> And them cruises This <laughs> is nice as high as my electricity bill no i'm not i'm high on life man oh man magic what up doc austin i see you why am i not playing the music we have we have i'm, I'm playing this this is my guest this is her song <laughs> i'm playing her song yeah man yeah you right man miss the stages but not the cruises um and check is nice though isn't it <laughs> the check is nice magic what up man good talking to you earlier uh 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 what up what up how y'all doing um you got my girl tiffany haddish is coming on look there well look at that there she is she's come, Turn up, 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 up the volume we're already there she go uh,
1: Chip, what up chillin what up? chillin how you doing bro i'm good i'm good here, good I'm a,
0: you said. know what every because everybody's volume settings are different so look I'm putting in my bluetooth so I can hear you clearly boom I'm I'm put on my bluetooth so there's no so and either, oh, Okay should I put it Okay mine? mine is
1: about to be dead
0: now No that's right, I can I can hear you fine if you can hear me you you good Can you hear me Instead you know, much, much better. What's up, Tim? Yo, let, let me just, for, for all, the, all the people, because I, I see the numbers just jump. Just care more what up. Um, I know we have a lot, a lot of people checking out the live podcast right now. This is the Father Buckle Protocol. We do this every Monday at 11 p.m., and, and we... My, I am Dean Edwards. I love having, you know, some of my, my favorite people, um, which are comedians, um, all good friends of mine. You know, Tiffany Haddish, one uh, one of the hottest hottest young comics on the planet right now. Burning tings, doing big things, we, we love try, her.
1: We try to do big. We try doing big.
0: Nah, we ain't trying. You doing, doing, girl, and I and I appreciate appreciate you uh coming on. I reached out to Tiffany a couple weeks ago because my eldest daughter just graduated from high school. And she was, yes, yes, that And Tiffany, Tiffany, uh, she, she did a solid and, and uh, gave my daughter a nice shout out and uh, got on the Zoom and uh, gave some words of wisdom, which, you know what? Before I even get into anything, tell the people what, the, the, the advice that you gave her, which, which was hilarious, but real.
1: It was was like, it too crazy? I feel like not, i like maybe she not at all doing that, but not at um, all, not at all. My advice was to save ten cents from every dollar that she get. If she yes. saved ten cents from every single dollar, every single uh-huh. dollar, even if somebody loaned right. her some money, she save ten cents from that. She'd be able to buy a house by the time she's twenty five.
0: Exactly, exactly. Not nah, it was. Listen, my, my wife and I, we had no problem with with said <laughs> advice <laughs> at all. She just gave a thumbs up. Because you know what especially I, I think um, you know, what you saying that was so important for not just her but also the other young people that were on that Zoom because it let them know I don't think people um sit down and, and talk to their children enough about the value of not only earning a dollar but saving a dollar. Yeah, you know? but just
1: financial literacy in itself needs to be talked about more like I've been Definitely. educating myself on financial literacy personally mm-hmm. over the last years. You know, you get, you get homeless enough times, you start trying to figure out <laughs> how this money works. Okay? Yeah, I know that's you're sleeping right. You sleep in your car right. enough times in the wintertime, you're going to be like, I'm right. going to figure it out. Right, like, right, so, right. Um, I've been teaching myself and I think it's, I think education is so important and going to school is so important. But what we have to remember is school doesn't teach you how mm-hmm. to be an entrepreneur, how to be right. a business owner, how to, right. you know, acquire money and then make that money grow for you. That's right. You right. Have to learn on your own. That's outside. Right. School teach you how to be an employee.
0: Right. Dig it. You know? Dig it. Say that again. Say and, that and, again. And if okay. you
1: kind of a little bit halfway broke, you're going to keep on being that employee.
0: Right right. <laughs> right. 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 Well, check
1: the check. We gonna have an employee always.
0: Well, that's I think, I think a lot of people are experiencing that. Um, right now with the uh, with the the COVID-19 quarantine is that people that were used to, you know, everyone, everyone's dreaming about something bigger. But in the meantime, living check to check. And now a lot of people are, are, are waiting on that that government stimulus. A lot of people are waiting on that that, uh, that unemployment check. Um, and right now is the time I suggest that people take the time to figure out what they really right. want to do and, and are good at and chase yeah, that passion.
1: 10 cents from every dollar of that stimulus check. That's what,
0: right. That, that's 120
1: <laughs> bucks. Put 120 right? bucks aside every time you get one. But you should always like the goal is to have six months to a year of money sitting to the side. So in right. case something happens, you can live. At least that's my Right, right now right. I'm at about a three year mark. I can live three years. Okay. On noodles and noodles and the stuff growing out my backyard. If I don't make another dime ever again, you know, I'll right. three actually would probably be good for the rest of my life because I got my own. Yeah. Land. I Own my land. I just uh-huh. rent my property. T- yeah, I'll be all right.
0: I think. I think. I think you're gonna be, be fine. Right. You're gonna be fine. And you know what? I want to take it back because, um, like last week, we had we had uh, our good friend Tony Rock on, and I, you know, why I do this. I love I love doing this not only because we we've known each other what now almost 20 years since since yeah. uh the the like 01 right Yeah and we've broken bread in the back of the comedy clubs we done hung out but there are people that are on here right now that are watching and i want them to know your story because when you and i spoke two weeks ago we was we were just kicking it for like 40 minutes and i said yo i'm getting goosebumps now just reflecting on that that conversation because your story is so inspiring right your story is so inspiring you spoke about being homeless but i want to take it back even further than that to, to your youth like where when did you first realize you were funny?
1: Um, I first realized, let's well, see, here go the thing. I always knew I had a good, like, sense of humor, but I didn't realize I, I was funny until, like, probably to like sixth grade, about okay. 11, 12. 11, 12, okay. Yeah, when the, you know, the boys was clowning me like they always did, but I started coming back with jokes, like, I started uh-huh. coming back at them. And, right. like, you know, they'd be like, oh, you a dirty unicorn. And I'd be like, yeah, well, I'm going to stab you with my unicorn horn because I had, like, a right. wart growing up my forehead right here. <laughs> <So> <laughs> and no matter how many times I cut it off, it would grow back bigger and bigger and bigger. I had to get that specially treated. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know. Shout out to the
0: dermatologist. Uh, shout
1: out to the shout out to the dermatologist <laughs> who told my grandma I was a wart. And my grandma was like, oh, I know a recipe for that. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't got to worry about going there. We, 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 that's all we needed, Mr. Dr. Man. I got a recipe. <laughs> and uh, she did what she had to do. But uh, right. it's funny because, like, I watched this movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And it was a scene in the movie where the detective said the to movie. the rabbit, You know, why are people doing all these nice things for you? He said, Because I make them laugh, Fatty. If you make them laugh, people will do mm. anything for you. Please. Yeah. Like, that's the ticket. That's how I'm going to get people to help me do my homework. That's how I'm gonna get yeah. this whole thing called school. Um, I'm gonna right. Make kids laugh, and they're gonna let me copy their stuff, and they testing, and, and they did. <laughs>
0: so, right, so right, right.
1: Basically made the, it
0: through the, the power of comedy. But that, but, but I love that you learned early on, and I think most most people that wind up, um, you know, living this dream of living a life in comedy, um, or even just entertainers, you realize the power. In, in holding court, holding an audience, but even more importantly, when, when you know how to make people laugh, everybody wants to be down with you, right? What right. You, whether you, whether the jocks, whether it's the, the goths, whether it's the, the burnout, everybody at school wants to laugh.
1: Right. Then you can go into any social cir- circle. Right. What I right. also noticed I was really good at is making people feel like I was listening to them, like they right. were being heard. And I think that's right. a really important skill to have, because if you really listen to somebody, you can pick up on tidbits and then you can use mm-hmm. that later to get their homework to copy.
0: <laughs> I, love, I love that your whole motivation was getting your homework done. <laughs> That's such a comic approach. Because like, you could have just done it. You're like, I don't feel like doing this work. Not you that I, I didn't would
1: feel like it. I couldn't. I didn't know how. Like, I could only get oh. it to a certain level. I could only do things to a certain level but i could copy all day i can plagiarize right. uh right. you know some math homework and some, you know change a few words man i remember i used to have these essays i used to have to do we used to have to do story writing in english class and i would uh-huh. just get like books from the library that looked old and different and i would copy uh-huh. the words and the words that were really big words i would use a thesaurus to change the word and i would get like b's and a's sometimes a c. i'd be like dang you giving garfield a c really <laughs> that's how you feel it but i would change his name to george Yeah, <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was i was the king of the thesaurus because i was i was when i, I started rapping when i was like 14. Uh-huh. and and i always wanted to have a word that was bigger that you know anybody could say uh, something was good but but you wanted to say I'm devastating, right? You know, it's right. because you had right. more syllables. So I used to just go through and try to find words that had, had like at least four syllables in to, to impress people.
1: So you know about syllables. I didn't even know yeah. about syllables. Yeah. I learned about that at 16, like Tiffany.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany <"Tip-a-me> Haddish. <laughs> That's how I
1: do syllables. I be like, and give me a Sorry. word with seven syllables. You would be like, OK. Super listen. No, wait, that's too many. <laughs> right, right. But that's
0: also, that's, listen, that's how, that's how black women talk. But like, when, when, when y'all get into it, everything has a syllable pause. It's right. the syllabic pause. Yes.
1: Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you, so you, were, were you one of the students when you were in school? Were you a student that teachers would say, because, because being a good listener, which also serves you well, now as an actress, right? Because, right. you you know, acting isn't just about delivering. It's also about um, connecting with, with not only your character, but the character you're reading against. Right. And so, doesn't, would you say that helped you um, as an actress as well?
1: Oh, dramatically, because um, I'm able to respond without necessarily having to say anything. Right, know? right. Um, and it's, it's a certain level of understanding. When you know what's going on in the scene, when you're listening to them, it, it really pans out to be Quite well, quite good.
0: Right. Right, right, quite good. Devastating, even. <laughs> <Yes>. devastatingly <laughs> good. Devastatingly good. So you graduate You graduate high school. Uh, I'm imagining you, you do, you do you just skate by? You just make it? You do decent? Or are you like I, a, an do, average student? I do, OK.
1: So like, OK, so I was getting in trouble a lot for talking too much in class, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm a people person. So right. um, my social worker was getting tired of coming up to the school, and she was like, you got two choices. You can go to Laugh Factory Comedy camp or you can go to psychiatric therapy uh-huh. um, I chose the comedy camp and that's why I right. met a lot of you guys a lot of my comedy buddies
0: and, right right
1: um, and I was probably about I was 15 about to be 16 at the time and mm-hmm. um, and then you know it was the first time that a man told me I was smart and I didn't feel like and he told me I was beautiful and I mm-hmm. didn't feel like oh something bad is gonna happen to me you know and it really started making me think outside the box and like I had right. really got good at reading at that point and got yes. good at a, a few other things. And so, like, they were teaching me how to formulate jokes. And I was like, oh, I need to get, I need to learn this. I need to do that. So I was taking, like, college prep classes at, like, a okay. college. Um, okay. So I was getting high school credits for those classes, too. And I was doing stand-up comedy and I was doing bar mitzvahs. Like, I was doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I graduated right. with not maybe the highest GPA, but mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. have a whole lot of Extra credits. I had a lot of credits. Right. Right. And so um, I applied to um, NYU. Um, I got accepted and then I found out how much it cost. And I was like community college. Here I come. Because <laughs> I could not wrap around my little brain how to right. pay that kind of money every six right. months. Like really? Every right. six months? Not for the whole year? Like so. Um, yeah, that, that that bothered me. <laughs> I went to community college. I got into, I was doing stand-up, like full time. Um, mm-hmm. I got homeless as hell because I got emancipated uh, from. Uh,
0: <laughs> Hold uh, on! Don't uh, rush yes. past that. <laughs> don't rush past that. Go back to. Go back to. You got emancipated. How did you get emancipated?
1: Well, I was in uh, foster care, so okay once you turn okay. a certain age and you're out of high school, they um, eject you from the system. You get right. Okay.
0: Uh, right. So, so w- when that happens, are you off on your own, or, or do you have an apartment? Are you are you staying with friends?
1: No, you, you're in you your car. Your, you on your own. You on your own. Right. Um, and luckily, I had saved up my money, ten cents. Okay. Okay. There.
0: Boom. Boom.
1: Right. And I was able to get myself a car, and Mm -hmm. I was like sleeping on people's couches and in my car. And uh, what
0: was your first car? A
1: 1995 Geo Metro. You seen that? Boom,
0: boom, yes, yes, yes. The little red. Yes. Sounds like
1: a (laughs) lawnmower.
0: How, how many how many miles did your car have on it? What, what how much did you pay for your car when you got it? And then approximately how many miles did it have on it?
1: First of all, I paid too much for it because I got it at Ugly Duckling. So the car was okay. like, <laughs> worth like five thousand. I probably paid ten or eleven thousand for it. Uh-huh. Um yeah. it's just super stupid. Didn't have no financial literacy. You didn't know, you didn't know. Right. Didn't know about interest rates. Learn that the right. hard way. Right. And um and then uh, but like, what was the question? What kind of car would oh, oh, so by the time oh, so by the t- when I got the car, it had 86,000 miles on it already, wow. already wow. too many goddamn miles, right? Already, right, right, right. And then by the time I stopped driving the car, it had over a million and 500 miles or Damn. something like that.
0: Shoot, I well, you got your up. money's worth.
1: Yeah, I was driving it to all the comedy gigs. Yeah. I drove it to Vegas and a Barbara. Like I was, I was hitting it in that car.
0: Right. No. Th- and that's that's what people don't realize. Um, and and this is something for everybody that's watching I that doesn't know
1: Mexico man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, when you have a car as as a new artist, but specifically as a new comic, um, everybody that is getting booked. We'll book you on the gigs because you have you're their ride, right? Yep. Like, like, look, listen. When I first when I first started, like, there were other dudes that were ahead of me in line as far as getting opportunities, but they were like, "Yo, Dean got a Hyundai. You got that Hyundai." <laughs> so they're like, "Yo, yo, Dean, I'll give you two hundred to open for." I was like, "I, I'd have done it for a hundred." But you drove it to Mexico. That's, yeah, that's I drove funny. it
1: to Mexico. I mean, I drove it so much. You know how it gets to that last you night, know, the, the the big number on the odometer, right. odometer. 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 Yeah. The nine. Right. And then uh-huh. the nine rolled away, and then it went back to zero. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's a five hundred. My phone was like it was electrical shit. I had duct tape <laughs> to hold the motherfucking ro- the, the 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 uh what you call that the ex- the bumper. No, the the tank that hold the radiator fluid. The tank that hold radiator fluid. Oh, the radiator. Oh, uh, uh, the Ta- yeah. yeah. So that tank that hold the radiator fluid. Yeah, the radiator. Yeah. So that was like in there with duct tape and coat hangers, like that right. was yeah was rolling on yeah. a shoestring. I
0: did the I did the coat hanger. This this is funny. How we just turned this into <laughs> terrible car stories. I remember my car. I got hit in the Bronx, right. I was driving my car. I was I was on the Bruckner Expressway in South Bronx and I was coming home from a gig and it was late at night and I I could see the, the, the headlights approaching me and I was and you know when when you see them coming, you're like, hey, you coming kind of pow and they hit me and as I I went to get out the mug uh, sped off and, and but now my bumper <laughs> was hanging off the back. So I had to take, I had to take um, two hangers, right, and stick them through, and just use that. I had no duct tape, nah. but I, that held that held it together. But these, you know, that's that, those are your humble beginners. You and you never forget those.
1: Never. Forget, you never forget those. Never forget. I have. Okay, so one night I left the comedy club. I might have had a few, I might have I been a little, you know. And perhaps, right,
0: perhaps, right.
1: And when I come out of the, you know how you be in that Laugh Factory parking lot behind the club, behind the uh,
0: office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: I had yeah. came out of there and I ding the wall and my headlight popped out, right? Uh-huh. So <laughs> the headlight popped out and I put some tape on that to put it back in, right? And so then I, I rolled up to the club one day and uh, I want to say it was, it was Godfrey. Godfrey was uh-huh. like, Damn, why your why your car look like Rocky? <laughs> why your car look like it's been in a real bad boxing match? Like, hey Brett, I'm going to make it to the clock <laughs> <laughs> It was like Tiffany on a busted roller skate. I mean he stood out that outside that club and clown my car for at least an hour. Like well, that's,
0: that's what's beautiful about what we do because you could you could either wallow in in, in your misery and try to do that. But comics, we don't care because we all go through something, too. Yes. And so, and so and no matter how bad you're doing, you know somebody else is having a bad day, too. So as soon as you pull up in the hoopty, everybody's like, damn!
1: They used to be like, what's wrong with your coochie, Tiffany? I'm like, what? What do you mean? What do I think? like, no, nah, what's wrong with it? Because your car is horrible. You need to be, you need to be the man you're sleeping with up. How you driving this kind of car? Are you, are, you must not be sexually active because if you're sexually active, something is wrong. Like, oh man, I'm like, I don't do things for cars, I do things to heal. Like, that was so stupid. real
0: talk though. What that's that's one thing I always, uh, I think all the comics appreciated and respected about you because we respected you as one of us right like nobody like you know I've had friends as you found success right and moved up the ladder
1: friend's like yo yo
0: tiffany fine i'm like that's just tiffany you know cuz you like our a, a sister you know what I mean? yeah. so it's like you, you not know say i obviously you're a beautiful young young lady and and uh yeah but but we've always been like nah tiffany's just one of us you know and and ready to scrap i remember we were at the uh the Deaf comedy jam 25th anniversary uh special taping out in uh beverly hills and there was at the end of the show y'all the producers said they wanted to get, like, a class photo. So anybody that had done the show come on stage. So we on stage, and everybody's lining up. And there was a dude that was just, he just wanted wanted to be, be down. And everybody else is ignoring it. And <laughs> here goes Tiffany, straight out of self Central. She's like, hey, dude, you ain't supposed to be up here. <laughs>
1: Cause we didn't earn it. We worked our asses off, right? We, right. How many nights did you perform for, like, little homes, right. or get booed, or like just right. get, get bumped and get bumped, or drove a hundred, two hundred miles, millions right. of miles? Like, it's it, he didn't earn it. He didn't put right. the work in, as far as I was concerned, and I wasn't finna let him get none of what we
0: earned. No, the, the, I, I love. That. I was like, I was like, because cause, y'all have to understand, we were all fly, like everybody. Tiffany's in a in a fly gown. I'm in blazer down. Everybody looking G'd up. And, and Tiffany was like ready to take her heels off and put on like, some hey, Vaseline.
1: No, no, you ain't supposed to be up here. You, I, never, I watch every episode. No, you ain't right, supposed right. to be up here. Get the move. Right. Move. Move. Right, right. And he move. and he did. <laughs> and he
0: did. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> when when would you say you started finding your rhythm, because I, I I finally we met. Obviously, once you start, you were a working comic. But I remember you telling me about the comedy camp, which actually made me go. And, and anytime I was in LA during the summer, I would go, uh, Jamie. Hey, buddy, can you come down to the comedy camp and do? And and I and after doing it one time, I was like, Yo, anytime y'all need me to come down here, because it was so it was so um so refreshing to give back. And see, like young cats, you know, little teenagers that were, you know, had their little books full of jokes, yes. and and working them out. And you came from that, so talk talk about the importance of of how that uh how that not only affected you but also affected you sort of reaching back because you still do that, you still reach. Yeah, back. I still go
1: up there and I still do that. Um, it affected me in such a tremendous way because it was. Like, I didn't have a lot of male role models in my life. There wasn't a lot of mm-hmm. men around me. The men that were around me weren't necessarily good guys, you know. Right. And here I am at the comedy club, and I'm I will be the first to say there's a lot of comedians out here that are not that great of a guy, but they mm-hmm. can be helpful. And um, mm-hmm. I'll just put that disclaimer out there because right, right, you know, anyways, I got you <laughs> there's shit going on in the world right now that
0: right a lot of right. people I
1: know this oh I didn't I didn't know you was into that okay but anyways right. um it was it was a place where I felt safe in the end you know they would take their time with helping me to write a joke telling me teaching me mm-hmm. about the who what when where why like this mm-hmm. basic stuff that you would learn in English class but also like about the cadence I remember Quincy Jones came and he and mm-hmm. I was like What's Quincy Jones' old ass doing up What do you got to do with comedy? Like, right. And he was talking about how comedy is like music and how yeah. you use your voice and the tones that you use and when you hit like the B or a P word and how that right. can resonate and the power of three not only works in comedy, but it also works in music. And that's why so many right. uh, comedians want to be musicians and so many musicians right. want to be comedians and, right. and so on and so forth.
0: But and then you have Jamie Foxx that does both so well, <laughs> right,
1: right, right, and and Eddie Murphy too. <laughs> and
0: Eddie, Eddie, of course. Who, who could forget Mister Murphy?
1: I party all the time. But, he parties uh, all
0: the, all the time.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's what it did for me. Got me confidence and communication yeah. skills. Yeah, um, it made me not afraid to talk to men and communicate with men. Um, it really, it really. It really, I have big brothers, you know. And mm. to this day, like you're my big right. brother, you know, right. uh, Dame. We have our ups and downs, but that's like family, you know. Right, so right, of course. Who is like the whitest man I know, but
0: right. he has, <laughs>
1: has worked more black rooms than you and yeah. I put together. Yeah. You know, yeah, and and
0: a, and, a, and a lot longer before us, way way, way before, before us. You know? I mean, he was up
1: yeah. for Frank Sinatra. You know, yeah, so man. To be able to hear those stories about Sammy Davis Jr., who right. I admire, you know, um, yeah, yeah, and, and you <laughs> know, to be able to—that that was the first time I met the Wayans. You can
0: know, I can I suggest? I can. Speaking of Sammy Davis Jr., anybody out there, if you get a chance, read this book. Yes, I can. Sammy Davis Jr. autobiography. It's thick but it's it's a it's a powerful book, like is that, like
1: Is it on audio yet? Is it on audio?
0: um yet? it's a, It's an old book, so probably, but I just I, every there's certain books I like to actually feel and, and read, and I read that book years ago, and that changed my approach as as a performer, because you know there, there are times that we go on stage and you just really aren't feeling it, you're not, you're not in the mode or mood. and Sammy, um looking at everything he went through when he had to enter a club through the back, but perform in front of all white audiences and then leave out the back. You know, um, that may be, and him saying, saying to the opener, listen, I, look man, I know that you're gonna go out there and do a great job. Um, I ask you to give at least 90% because I'm gonna give 100%. And he would, I mean, Sammy Davis Jr. would go out there, dance, sing, he told jokes, he, he had uh, gun tricks. Like, this dude, he he committed his whole body, um, his whole being, to performing at the highest level possible, right? Mm-hmm. And so that that book made reminded me that I have to do that every time I go on stage, even if I'm not in the mood. Because right. that's the gift. That's the gift of what we do, right? right. Is, is that pe- people have spent good money to come and, and escape Whatever is holding them down, whatever is burdening them down, so that we could give them something, uh, something special, and have them leave with a new memory.
1: Right. I just,
0: I just got heavy. I'm, sometimes you got to get, sometimes you got to get heavy on them, you know. But it's, a, it's a great well, book. Look,
1: now, now here goes a suggestion. I might sound crazy, but maybe you should look into seeing if it's uh, already an audible book or not. And if it's not, mm-hmm. maybe you should be the voice of the book and do it
0: hey let's see see and that's her producer hat that's that's Tiffany's producer hat uh, that and and that's why we love it because because she just put that idea in my head and I will be pursuing that now that you said that that's Y'all actually a, a great idea, idea. I mean, it and and and, and and listen, voiceover has been very good to to this household. So yes, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's that's a great idea. That's a really yeah. great idea. I you know what I cool find about it? like
1: I believe in that one hundred and ten percent that you got to give your all when you go on stage. But sometimes, yeah. especially when what I learned about like making sure there's time for me to rest, because sometimes mm-hmm. there's no time to rest, and then you go on stage and you can't give your all because your body right. is not where it needs to be. So right. That was a very right. hard lesson that I had to learn in front of the world, but I love right, it. Right. <laughs> it.
0: Look, and I was I was good. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to that <laughs> because um, you you uh your what was your first um because I I thought your first opportunity TV break was Def Jam, but it's was actually was it Who Got Jokes?
1: Yeah, Who Got Jokes was the first time I was on television doing stand-up.
0: Okay, okay, was was that when? It sort of felt real to you like, yo, this, okay, this is, there's a way to take this to another level?
1: Not quite, not quite. I mean, it felt like I was on the right path. I felt like I was was going down the right lane. Not quite sure if it was going to actually become anything. I just knew I was having a good time, that I was really enjoying the experience. And so I was just happy with that
0: right right when when did when did it uh when did it feel like uh oh shout out to rodney perry i see you rodney rodney, <laughs> um, rodney what up
1: it was my second paid gig we uh, did it for the city of los angeles and they paid me in eye shoes so i don't really consider it a paid <laughs> gig. but we did it for department of children's services and they paid me in eye shoes that okay. was too small for me mm-hmm mm-hmm
0: did, but you did you wear them still? You still wore. No,
1: I tried. I tried. They were a size eight, and I wear a nine and a half, so it was. An
0: itch. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. So wh- when when would you say was was your first big break, um, TV wise? Because I know like Def Comedy Jam was the first thing I did that made me say, oh, okay, this is this is uh, this is the big. And, and also because we had the season I did it was was All Star, so. Everybody hosted from Chris Rock to Jamie Foxx, Chappelle hosted my episode. So would would you say that was when you felt because I remember that was what in oh six, oh seven you take that was
1: that was in oh seven and I thought okay. I thought maybe this could be something really big and then it mm-hmm. came out and like not much happened.
0: Right. Like nothing really
1: happened. And right. so then I felt I really felt like I made it though when I did the Arsenio Hall show because that's the show I always yes. wanted to do. Yes. And yes. And that's when I feel like things really started to take off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I was uh you no, you had my taping. Mm-hmm. I have a picture. i am you know what I'ma post that picture tomorrow. We you because yeah. we have a picture in the dressing room. You in a red dress. with me, Hugh Moore, Rich, and a bunch of us. But I remember when you did Arsenio, and you know what? You've always had a light. Like that, that like is really about like you know taking whatever you have inside of you and and illuminating it. Yeah. And when you did that set, I remember Arsenio was blown away by your energy so much, and then you became a correspondent on the show. If I'm not correct.
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like okay. Seven, eight episodes, and I felt like yeah. that was like life changing for me and like monumental. It was something I could rub in my mother's face, like because she used to. <laughs> She used to whoop me for sneaking and watching our senior. We had one of them little black and white TVs and I would pull it into the closet and I would watch our senior she would ass out the closet yeah. and uh and that, then I got to be on our senior and I was like, "Yeah, I'm on our senior hall now, see? I was watching it for a reason, mom. You ever hear trying right. to me like stuff, And she's like, "Well, good good for you, I guess." Like and that turned into <laughs> That turned into a whole lot, doing that show. That's how Tyler Perry saw me. And then I got on his series. And then I got on Uh Carmichael's show, which led to Keanu, which led to the trip, which led to...
0: Right, right. No, but that's that's also important because uh you never know. You hear that in Hollywood so often when people say, Man, do it and and always deliver at your highest level because you never know who's in the audience.
1: Right. You know, right.
0: in in that particular instance, Arsenio because that was Arsenio's show Return to TV. Um and as it returned, we were all excited, you know, because we all came up on Arsenio, right? right. We all I, I was the same way. Like I didn't I don't care what I was doing on Weeknights, if I didn't set my VCR, I was actually sitting in front of TV watching our senior. And I was still, I was upset when uh, when they got canceled. You know, when I was so I, upset. Yeah, I like, yeah, I was, I was tight. I was real tight
1: yeah. because
0: because that was for us, you know. The, and no disrespect, shout out to all the other late night shows, but it was nice to have something that was ours that felt right. like ours, you know, organically and um and yeah it was it was it was the same same for me it was a it was a dream. I actually had a t shirt his old um his old motto or the the tag for his show was uh, it's a night thing right it's mm-hmm. a night thing right mm-hmm. and i had a t- i had a t shirt because he had a contest when I first started comedy, and i sent- sent this tape in, and I didn't get it, but they sent me a t shirt back, so I kept it and owen smith the night the night of the show, I went to tape. I brought that shirt just to show him it. But Owen was like, nah, you gotta you gotta wear that. I was like, you think so? So I wore it, did my set, and then at the end of the set I went like this, and our was like, Yo, you know, it was just a nice moment because he was one of those dudes that I looked up to coming up. You know what I mean? So it was yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it, was, it, was a, it was a nice moment. So Keanu, bigger than all that, we 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 fast forwarded where um because I, I I thought you showed in Keanu not just your comedic chops. But your chops as a as a serious actress, because everything wasn't big, right? Right. And, and and explain explain to you know the people that are watching the difference between straight comedy because there is a difference. There's a difference between uh, stand up versus delivering your lines and actually acting.
1: Right. This huge difference. So yeah. on stage when I'm doing stand up, I I think things are just a little. It's like me, but. A little bit more heightened as far as like, right, like right. energy level but right in front of camera in a scene with other people, you want to bring that down because the camera's right. like right here, you <laughs> know the camera right. right and it it might be too much, so you want to bring that down, and you, you're doing things you're being based in reality as much as possible. And you mm-hmm. want the audience to lean in, and you want them to go on this journey with you. So depending on what type of character you're playing in, Keanu, I was playing a a, a a gangster that was like, you know, second in command of this, of this gang. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> actually, I was an undercover cop the whole time. Right. So right. you know, I'm playing hard and all that, but right. I'm a professional, educated woman. And it was so right. funny when I did the audition, <laughs> they was like, yeah, she played the gangster really good, but can she, can she be non-urban? Can she be right. not urban? I was right. like, what did they want to know? They were, my manager's like, yeah, they want to know if you can do it not urban. I was like,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: they don't want me to be black? They want me to be a different kind of black? <laughs> like, I was like, that's not a problem. Right. Uh, Tell them to have me come in, and I went in, and I had like a business suit on and everything. And I was like, hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. And I did the <laughs> scene, and they're like, whoa. You're <laughs> a different person, <laughs> you're a completely different person. I'm like, yeah, but this is my professional side, you know? This is my wife's Right, side.
0: right. Hey, corporate, and, corporate hey, and how about this? You're an actress. Yes. You're an actor. And so you have range and, and can do that, you know? And and, right. and also what's funny is that's just the opposite of what, what um, people of color normally get, because normally you'll go in and they'll give you the, the note. Kenya can you can you black it up can you yeah can you can you give us get and they, they won't say it to because it's pc so they'll say can you you know do it up
1: yeah give me a little more sass. can i get some more yeah. sass? a little more attitude a little more gangster more just more certain, yeah. <laughs> more street more yeah you know hood if
0: you may right Right, right. Have you ever, I'm going to come back to Seattle, but have you ever read for something where they they did that and it made you feel uncomfortable where you just were like, nah?
1: Yeah, totally. A bunch of projects, a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. I auditioned for. And they're uh, like, yeah, we need a more urban. And I was like, any more urban than this? And I'm not comfortable.
0: I'm right,
1: not comfortable. right. And, and I'll leave. Or uh, I'll be like, no, I'm not comfortable with that. And I'll start walking out the door, and they're like, "What about this other part? <laughs> what about this okay, other part?" Okay. 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 And then okay. they're like, "Okay, I'll do this code reading of this part," and really, I'm just like, "I'm already over it." I don't. I just do the code reading just to have the experience of, right? You know, doing it. But at that point, I don't right. want to really be a part of the project.
0: Right. Right. Well, because they they essentially have have shown their true colors. Yeah. You know they. They've told you what they think of you, and and you're like, oh, well, I don't want to, oh, I don't want to no. be on this set. Yeah, you
1: don't know me. You don't know me. I mean, I get that right. a lot. Of people say that I'm out here like cooning or I'm portraying stereo black stereotypes and stuff. Mm-hmm. People are always saying that. and I'm like, first of all, <clears throat> there's stereotypes for a reason because there right. are people that are that way. Uh, right. And <clears throat> I do come from the environment of some stuff. It's not like right. It's not like right. I was raised in the suburbs and my mom and dad were like doctors and lawyers. Right, <laughs> right.
0: I've You're not a huckster. I've, I've lived right. with many
1: different types of people. I've I got street smarts like it ain't nobody business. And I know right. how to do a, a variety of things. I can fit in any environment. I just need to right. know what it is.
0: That's it. Right. But you also, I mean, you know, because you do have range, because uh, you you speak, you taught yourself, Jeb, I, mean, I still... To this day, I, I, I tell people that story, that you, you said you wanted to be the first Black woman on a Japanese soap opera.
1: Yeah, I'm still working and for that.
0: Yeah.
1: I, 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 Ohio, that's it.
0: Ohayou hey, oh, ga <laughs> That's I, it. I, I, and I don't know what you have to You have to go, ohayou, ohayou ga-shamas. That's impressive. That's impressive. That that you um you you've always struck me as someone that once you set your mind on something, you just you went for it. You 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 yeah. know you you've been fearless in that matter, which last which is year, commendable. Yeah, last
1: year I put in a whole bunch of time and I learned some Hebrew. I'm still learning more and more every day. It's a it's a full right. on language. You can't le- like I learned what I needed to learn in five mm-hmm. months, and I'm still learning every single right. day, taking on Hebrew. like Right, right. I think my, ne- my next venture is going to be some um, Chinese. Got to figure mm-hmm. out which one of them. There's many languages in Chinese. Uh, many yeah. uh, dialects, I guess. And right. then um, I want to try to get down some Russian and some French. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> <But> the Chinese, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, I guess it'll be Mandarin is the most popular, because Mandarin is the yeah. most the United States of the Dominican of China, so. Of China, the right. Republic, <laughs> the United States of the Republic of China, so.
0: Right. <laughs> have Have you been, have you been to China?
1: Yes, I have been to China. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Vacation or work?
1: Uh, I went on a vacation, on a vacation. I went on okay. a move okay. Uh me and my friend, we went. China's not my favorite place,
0: but. Oh, why not, why? Well,
1: they're okay. not very, they're not very, they're not very, no. They're uh-huh. not very people friendly. I'm gonna just put it okay. like that. I'm gonna put it like okay. that. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I thought I was gonna go to jail in China. I thought I was gonna have to, yeah. Really? I was gonna mollywap some bitches in China. They was they was <laughs> making the hood come out in China. That I, I was like, look here, bitch. I, <laughs> I got your niggas. I got all your niggas and all your blacks. Like I was gonna I was gonna whip some ass for the ancestors, you know. But my did, friend, my did... parent, she kept me in check. She kept me. A, so I just turned over a tray of bacon but yeah I almost went to yeah, I almost went to jail in China because they it's so compact there you know like when you yeah, get in exactly. the elevator it's like everybody and yeah. everybody like sardines up against you when you get on the train like there's yeah. so like people are pushing on the train and then a man yeah. like filling me up and like trying to grab my ass on the train I'm not having that yeah, you think oh, you're let me, gonna me... just grab on this beautiful <laughs> black ass and not take me to dinner or nothing sir? I don't think so
0: He'd never so, he never
1: seen
0: it. He was blown away. He was like, he's oh so soft. <laughs> no,
1: he looked at me like it was something wrong with me. He was looking at me, he was like, looking at me all crazy. I'm like, get your motherfucking hands off my ass. <laughs> I was
0: going. On. Yo, we went to uh we went we went to Japan uh in November mm-hmm. and I th- I thought tra- I thought traffic and congestion was bad in New York City but they they won because we we were we were trying there were eight of us uh family, eight of us trying to get on the train every time the train stopped there was there was a guy that was standing on the platform just to tuck people into into the train, and you just saw people people backing in like that's what' funny. people would walk up, turn around, and try to just shimmy in so when I finally got on. There was a woman that was probably up to up to here on me, and she was standing behind me. And I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big black man, New York City, and I was like, I don't need an international incident to go down. So I was I was trying to tuck because I don't, I was like I don't I don't wanna, I don't want to like oh you know I was like let me I want no problem. and my family is with me too. So this is like you essentially you wedge yourself in. You wedge yourself in and and, right. and and ride,
1: right? And, that's and it was dumb,
0: quiet, yeah. and nobody talks on on the train. No,
1: nobody says nothing. It's silent. Yeah. So, yeah. When so i, like, I, I How the fuck can get your hand off my head? The hell you think this shit is? It's a, situ- it's a situation. It's did a situation.
0: D- did you go over recently? Like, did you go over after you you had some notoriety?
1: No, I went. I went before I even shot Girl's Trip, the, uh, we shot Girl's okay. Trip in 2016, about two months before we shot Girl's Trip, I went to China, so, okay, were still trying to take pictures with me though, just because right. I was black.
0: You were exotic, yeah. yeah, exotic. which I didn't yeah. like
1: that either, I'm like, are they trying to take yeah. a picture so they can go back to their little village and make fun of me? I'm not feeling Oh,
0: yeah. Get it See,
1: off
0: I, I, I got that on the uh, same thing in China. We were at a train station and I'm talking to the promoter who's Australian. is the white dude and we kicking it and I see a dude just come over and he's just like, "Oh," just and I knew what it was cuz people were like, "Yo, you're 6'4 and you have a lot of people going to stare." So I like, "That's that's been my life." So I'm, I'm no biggie. But here's the ill part. So after staring for like 5 minutes, he left and then he came back like 10 minutes later and this fool had his phone recording me. Right, he was recording me, but his—I wasn't mad at that. What what annoyed me was he had his flash on. It was daytime, Tiffany. I was like, I'm not that dark. <laughs> I'm not this dark. I don't need a flashlight on me.
1: I was disrespectful, man. Maybe. And then when I aimed
0: my camera at him, I turned. I took my phone out. I aimed it at him. Then he was like, "Ew." ew. I was like, "Well, hold on, son. Yeah." Nice, it's good
1: for you. It's good for me. I'm
0: putting that this part. on. I'm, I was like, you gonna be on Instagram?
1: That part. Oh, black and china Instagram? Did
0: you put it on Instagram? It is. I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll send it to you later because it is funny. <laughs> I, 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 think the caption I put was, "I wonder why he was staring at me." And uh, and Jay Farrell puts, "Because you're black, Dean."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because you're black. So yeah. you 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 do Girl's Trip. W- at what point do you realize that you've just done something special that's life-changing? Because that's, that's really a trajectory changer.
1: I guess... Well, I, I knew I was doing something special when we were doing it. I didn't know if it would be mm-hmm. life-changing, but I knew it would be special. Right. And I would say that I knew it was special, special. Like, this is something big when people started saying oh, Tiffany had stole the movie, which I was mm. offended by. I was offended by it first, because I'm like, first of all, I didn't steal nothing. I don't steal. That's not my <laughs> MO. I did as <guess laughs> I was told. They let me play. I played. Uh, right. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, and when I went to the movie theater to watch it, like, I snuck into a theater, sat in the back of the theater. Mm-hmm. I was eating, like, an In-N-Out burger. Sitting back there watching, uh-huh. it and, like, listening to the people laugh, and how yeah. like, yeah, girl, a lot of stuff. And, and as they're walking out, they're talking to each other, like, who is mm-hmm. this girl? Like, oh, I really like her. And then right. uh, I said to the lady, thank you very much. She said, oh, shit, bitch, I love you. <laughs> Let me tell you. And I was like, this is going to change my life. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, that, that was what that was what you wanted to happen when you did Deaf Comedy Jam. It didn't happen, but it yeah. happened like a decade later. Yeah, yeah a whole
1: yeah. decade later. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so then the, the the movie hits, and I mean you—it was like a you were like a dynamo because suddenly, Pete, we all knew you, but now I'm like I was like yo everybody's talking about her, and then I was like yo soccer moms, you know are are starting. Oh, you know what I love? You know who's re- I love that Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> <laughs> She's so you know parents are at my kid's school. Do you know that that Tiffany Haddish? I was like, "Oh yeah, Stephanie." They're like, "Oh, she is so funny." I'm like, and it, to me, that's when I was like, "Yeah, she she just did something. She just did something that's that's like clicking with them without having to." What what was dope was you didn't cross over to them. They crossed over to you.
1: Exactly. You know. You know. And that, and that's how I'm trying to keep it too. You know. Right. I do, right. I do things that I would want to go see that I would want right. to watch. Like those are the only kind of projects I really want to work on. Things I would want to watch. Things I want to see. Those are the kind of things I produce, you know. Right. uh, Right. Yeah, and they and they come to watch and see too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right, Right. but but again, it's it's it's. I would imagine it feels so much better being maintaining your authenticity by just doing you versus you suddenly trying because you know for years, especially people of color, black people. We were told, well, you know what? You got to do this. Be, you know, maybe maybe not be so you, right? And you're like, well, nah, this is who I am. Ex- accept me for who I am.
1: Somebody's at my and, door.
0: Boy, yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, that's <laughs> Let's see who's at my door.
0: Who's at the door? Look, though, everybody watching is excited right now.
1: Jada! <laughs> no, it's ICO. <laughs>
0: Hey, go!
1: What's up? What up? what's yeah. up, girl? <laughs> it would have
0: been funny if it was look, some look. Some people, some people would think that Common was gonna be like, "Yo, Tiff, what's up? How you doing?"
1: Yeah! Nope. he's not coming to the hood. <laughs> I know Gerard. Gerard won't even come hang out with me. No, oh for real? that's funny. Oh, hilarious! He's Gerard Carmichael won't come south of the ten freeway.
0: <laughs> oh, she just said that.
1: <laughs> he wasn't talking about Gerard. though. he was talking about calm
0: Right, right. The other, the other, the herbal dude. Yes, the
1: yes, the herbal dude, the rapper, the
0: rapper. macrame pants rapper dude. Yes, yeah All right, so boom. So, so you, you hit girls trip. Um, I wanted. To, I was curious. First, how much time do you, do you got to get off? Um, in nine, we we have nine minutes left before it cuts us off. I,
1: I'm here for the whole nine minutes.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Um, what did did how did uh COVID affect you negatively or this quarantine? I should say. Did well, you I have would things say that it's
1: been pretty positive for me? Okay.
0: Uh, okay. Personally. In what way? I mean,
1: I've lost some friends, and that's. Heavy, right? Right, um, I mean, I'm sorry, look, that part's not I'm good, but right. Uh, as far as like, um, it's as, as far as uh, I'm like, what you talking to the dogs, <laughs> but it's I'm, I'm on the thing, so <laughs> as far as like you know, being able to rest, uh, mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. gardening every day, I've been writing, I've been um, practicing doing the splits, I've been running, I've lost like 15 pounds during this whole okay. Day. So, That's um, impressive. For um, you know these next projects, I'm, I'm about to play a black superhero in a movie. We've Are you really? The touches. Yeah, we finished everything up on that, so. so I'm gonna be doing that on Netflix. It's called Mystery Girl. Um, I've okay. been dating, so all right, it's all good because right. I have been too busy to date, so this is good. So I've been right. she's <laughs> right. It's nice. good.
0: Good. I'm, I'm I'm happy to hear that. I know. Um. I know. I saw a trailer for was it called? Road Trip um, with with a uh, Rail and uh, Oh yeah,
1: Bad Trip. It's called Bad, Bad trip. trip.
0: Bad yeah. Trip. Yeah. Um, obviously the the release got pushed back. Yes. On that. And, yeah.
1: yeah. At first it was gonna come out in theaters. Then it was supposed to come mm-hmm. out on Amazon. Then it was leaked out. Then they had snatched it back, and now it's gonna be on Netflix.
0: Okay. Okay. Alright. So we can get you um you have any idea when? Since since the people are are watching, do you know approximately when that's gonna drop?
1: I'm assuming next month in July. And okay. Also, okay. I got a Spongebob SquarePants movie getting ready to come out. Ow, <laughs> yeah. Ready?
0: I'm ready. <laughs> yes. Yes. He ready? He ready? That's dope. That's dope. SpongeBob. Yeah. Big up SpongeBob. Big yeah, SpongeBob. I love
1: Spongebob. I smoked a lot uh, of weed I, and watched SpongeBob a lot of days. A
0: lot of days. yeah, no. Sp- SpongeBob gets gets much play in in the Edwards household. I want to talk also about you being a producer, um, because uh, I don't think people and this this is actually the conversation that made me say I want I want to share this with the world because not only a successful uh, comic with your own uh, Black Mitzvah, mm-hmm. but you also. You produced um, the They Ready comedy series on Netflix yes. and um, shout out to uh, Paige Hurwitz and, and Wanda Sykes and Push It Productions um, because I remember Paige told me that Netflix offered you a deal and you decided, you know what, instead of, instead of all this money going to me, I want to take this, some of this money and give it to friends of mine. Uh, Shante Wayne's, Ida Rodriguez, Flame, uh, uh, um, Tracy, Marvel, Tracy
1: Ashley, Tracy, yeah. April Macy, A-
0: yeah, April Macy, yeah. And you don't hear those stories enough, right, in Hollywood. You don't hear about, like I said earlier, you—you've been one that constantly reaches back or holds the door open, like, "All right, all right, y'all, come on, I'm holding the door open." And you did that, and and, and I think that's uh, that's not only commendable, but it's just is is dope, and it speaks to. Your own self confidence and and faith in yourself because, a lot of people would be intimidated by other people that do what they do and not want to share that opportunity. What what drove you to make that decision? Because well, it was a, it was a lot of money that you yeah, that you it's, turned it's down. it was a lot
1: of money. was a, right. <laughs> a lot of money. Right. A lot of right. A lot. A lot. A lot of yeah. money. But yeah. I've always been a firm believer in like do as you say you know like if yeah. you say you're gonna do something do it come through with your yeah. word and, right. and I used to all and I still tell my friends you know if I get the opportunity to put you on I'm gonna put you on like you right. know and they would say it to me and I'd be like cool and then I would see my friends bro and then they don't they act like they don't know right. it no more
0: right and right
1: and, and I kind of disdain that and dislike it very much and I think it's that's that Hollywood bullshit and I'm I'm right. from LA and right. I get Hollywood is just a few miles away, but I'm not with that right. bullshit. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do right. it to the best of my ability. And if I right. can't do it, I can't do it. But I had the opportunity to to like give six comedians who headline clubs, who've been doing comedy for more than 10 years, like, and they've right. never been given a shot. So I want to give them a shot. Right. And it turned out right. as well. And now I'm getting a season two. And I want to take it on a whole nother level. And, and right. these are all my friends, all people that are my favorites, because I'm a firm believer in, you know, putting my friends on, because I see, right. these, I see the other people doing. It's called uh, what some people might call it nepotism. Now that's what family, right? Uh, right. Whatever it's called, I'm doing. What well, I'm it's family. Doing. I'm I'm, right, seeing, right. I'm doing what I'm seeing them white folks do. How about
0: that? Right. Okay. I like working I with understand. my friends.
1: I'm gonna keep putting my right. friends on. So right, right, right. A whole other wave of my friends.
0: Right. Right, 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 and right. These movies
1: Look. <laughs> I got, kind of this Netflix movie I got. I'm putting friend. I'm gonna put friends in that. Like, right. In my uh, TV shows that I'm producing. I'm putting my friends on in that. Like, I'm yeah. literally. I didn't. When I got my foot in that door, I didn't just like hold it open. I fucking took mm-hmm. the motherfucking hinges out and knocked the door right. down. Now we right. are just walking through.
0: Right, boom, boom, boom. That's
1: how I feel about it.
0: Dope as well, well, well. I don't we have feeling. time to
1: be a gatekeeper. I'm gonna just open the motherfucking gate and make sure it don't close no more. How about that?
0: Say that. Say that. Say that.
1: that. I, now, I, we, we I, I like when it when we just keep coming through.
0: Right. Right. Yo, Tiff. Listen, I got. I got three minutes left. um Shoot. I'm. Yeah. I, I, because I'm such a fan too. You know, I'm a fan of all this, right? Like you can see my excitement. Yeah, yeah, no. So, so I, so I enjoy having these conversations, man. And uh, and we, we have um, for those if y'all are watching next week, I ain't gonna say who we have next week, but he's real funny, dude. Um, I want to make sure he confirms with me. He said he said he's pretty much confirmed. We got to check his calendar, but we have somebody real funny. Um. He has he has initials uh in his first name.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: and he's very and, and he's real smooth. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's real smooth. <laughs> but I'm uh married. yeah
1: I right, I just wanna make sure I tell everybody to check out the last OG on Netflix. I mean yes. it's, it's on yes. Netflix running and on TBS. So yes. make sure y'all yes. check out the newest season of the last OG on TV. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He actually was is was in this season too. So yes, that was, was that That's was right you right see that. what I did That's hard there? Hard that, was, that was that was yeah, yeah. And, and it was actually dope, dope season. I um I've I made it through most of the season. Shout out to uh also congratulations because Mark said I think y'all y'all got picked up for season four. He just so so congratulations um on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and I still have I, I got three episodes to watch before I finish the season. So, um I'll take this last 90 seconds to say thank you Tiffany, thank you thank for hanging you. out with us tonight for the bucket protocol. Much love. We love you in this household. Man, I love uh, uh, yeah.
1: you. I said, hey girl. Hey. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's watching right now. She said hey right back. With with an accent. She said hey.
1: <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> and um and yo, keep keep winning, keep shining. Keep. I never noticed the 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 unicorn. That that's where it came from. It was yeah, a war Like
1: this is a I, mall right here, but it's still like it's a little scar right in there. It was right I never
0: I never knew that. Well, keep keep shining and being the black unicorn that you are, girl. Um, and we will keep supporting and holding you down. And and uh, and the the thing we were talking about. I look forward to that materializing. Later on, um, but but big things are going. Yeah, those, big thing
1: those... going on. You're gonna hear lots
0: every like, time. I'm not yes, not that, like, that
1: good. I gotta practice.
0: That's more. all right. That's okay. Practice. They're they're, go on, go on, they're, they're on, worse on, Jamaican accents. <laughs> uh, oh uh, the worst Jamaican accents on TV. So <laughs> you're fine, yo. All love. Uh, I right. love you. All right, I'll love I'll you. talk to you soon. And the rest of y'all, I'm gonna just sign off in the last nine seconds. Your man, Dean Edwards.
1: Your worst Jamaican accent was Denzel Washington in that movie. <laughs>